Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thanks for coming. This is Muslims in the Dunya. This is a podcast, right? But it's all about not the perfect Muslim, because that's not the best Muslim. This is about the striving Muslim. We walk out at our doors and we have that intention in our heart to make sure that he's pleased with us, to stop doing the things that we know is going to make him angry with us. But when I say distracting, this dunya, this worldly world that we live in, that we know is temporary, but when we go outside, it feels permanent. It distracts us. It has us doing all kinds of stuff. So this is created to help you strive a little bit more and to let you know you're not alone in this. We all are striving, okay? So my name is Mo Quick. Um, thank you so much for coming. I'm so happy to have you. And guess who else I have? It's Muna. <laughs> this is my baby girl right here. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. You look adorable. So do you. Girl, you look adorable. <laughs> thank you. So I'm happy to have you here, Muna. I'm happy to be here. You know, we've been through life together. We have. Oh we my God. Up, down, young, broke, paid, <laughs> hey. like everything. <laughs> everything gone. And the first thing, I, I don't know how we even found out, but as soon as we met somehow, I knew you were Muslim. And then click. Literally. Period. I don't even think we like asked each other. How do we I know? Don't know? I have no idea. We actually, we were um, serving. We were serving. Peter Street. What's the name yeah, of the spot? Spin. Spin. At Spin on Peter Street. It's yeah. not there no more though, but... Yeah. It's just something about feeling that energy because you're around so many non-Muslims all day, every day. So when Absolutely. you meet a Muslim, it's like, sister, where have you been? <laughs> yeah. And we were in the same space, you know? We were. We were coming out of school, sort of still in school, trying to find money, um, not pushing away from our parents, but we both came Trying from, to figure it out. That, who's like, where you, <laughs> why, where's your hijabs, ladies? Like, it was just... <laughs> And we were just living life, you we know, were. doing a little bit of butt we shaking were. here and there. <laughs> a little bit of... <laughs> but we knew each other well enough yeah. to want to encourage the other person. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, something I want to share with you before we get started, because um, it's like I always think about that moment where I started wearing my hijab again. You know, I always think about that moment where everyone around me knows me not to have it on. So when I put it on... Are they going to say something? Are they going to look at me weird? Is somebody going to call me a hypocrite? Because they know, like, just last week I was doing stuff. <laughs> but we ain't going to say what. So what is that going to feel like? Especially because in the entertainment industry, we living in Atlanta, Black women with a whole lot of access. Um, we could go anywhere we want. We have been up till 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, club oh hopping, goodness. walking straight in, going to somebody's no couch, standing, popping this bottle. Like, the life that people want is being lived easily. Absolutely. So to put your hijab back on and to know that you can't do that with this on. I salute you. <laughs> Shut Because, <laughs> girl, that, that, that moment in life when you like, do I really want to change my whole life? Because it's one thing to put it on, but to keep it on. Mm. To keep it on, it ain't to keep going. It ain't it's not, Eid. It's not, okay, Girl, it's, it's for the moment. <laughs> like, it's not just for Ramadan. Like, you really, like, doing this, like, every day. And you know when you put it on, you got to live different. You can't represent you can't. the hijab like that. You can't. You can't take a shot with your hijab on? How? You can't. <laughs> You're going to be looked at as a hypocrite. And you are. You will be You're a gonna hypocrite. You're going to feel terrible. You're going to feel terrible. Absolutely. That, that journey, I... Ain't no lies. Like, it was just a lie. And you know, something you probably don't even know, you inspired me to put my hijab on. You lying. Ask me how. I can tell you a lot. <laughs> I am so serious. Really? So it was two Ramadans ago. Um, I was having some kind of, girl, you know I'm always inviting you to something. Absolutely. And you um, were like, oh, man, you know, actually, I don't go out during Ramadan. Nope. Whatsoever, period. And I was like, damn, am I not supposed to be going out during Ramadan? Because <laughs> as soon as I break my fast, I'm like, girl, what, what you doing? What we got going on? Because I'm outside. I never fully embraced Ramadan the way it was supposed to be done. You know, I never cut it off, period, for 30 days. Yeah. That next Ramadan came around, I was like, 
I'm gonna do what Mooney did. Wow. I'm not going out. Why? Why you never told me this? I don't know. I was That's waiting for the crazy. moment. <laughs> oh my god. I was waiting for the moment. That's crazy because Ramadan. I don't play about Ramadan. You don't. I don't. I don't care what I'm doing, where I'm working, what friends I have. Mm. I'm gonna see y'all after these thirty days. It's Period. time to lock in because it's only. I look at it as it's only thirty days out the year. And we do so much. You so you you have so much more to do, even though. The Ramadan is supposed to bring you closer to Allah, to your deen, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to, like, keep going. That 30 days for me? <laughs> it's okay, because you really, honestly, after Ramadan, you are changed. Oh, yeah. But the world is so, this is what the podcast is about. We have the intention in our heart. We really do. And when we are in sajda with our face to the ground as we're praying, we are crying Excellent. out loud, like, please Absolutely. help me. Bring me closer to you. Because it's hard. It's so hard. But you... Because I never even thought to complete Ramadan in that manner of respect, I didn't even know that feeling of, like, it's nothing a, matters. It's a different, not, literally nothing matters during, during that moment. And at the end of that moment, at the end of that 30 days, it's like I'm a baby. Like, I'm all the way brand new. I am. That's why even, like, going back to habits, it's like, you feel bad. What you like, mean? like after Ramadan, when I go back to my habits, because <laughs> you know, because it's like, God, like, because you feel so at peace during Ramadan. Like, it's different. Literally, you just feel like, wow, if I can do this every day, I can do this for the rest of my life. And you will want to. You will want to. So, I'm really amazed that it was you. It was, it was me. you for me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because after those 30 days, I put that hijab back on and took it off since. It's just... And you've been I, killing it. What I like, um, what I love about... What I'm embracing about this entire thing, you've been, like, killing it with your hijab. You know, because a lot of times, like, I've covered up, and I'm like, this don't even go with my outfit. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. You know, a lot of times, too, especially mm-hmm. if you're into, like, dressing up and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, you've been coming correct. You've been stepping, literally. That might have been my fear with putting it back on. Because when you look around in the matches, growing up, you either see all black or you see, like, and I'm so sorry, it's tough for a while. You see, like, the homemade Muslim with a whole Mm -hmm. bunch of random stuff on. Just trying to cover. You got this long shirt that goes with a spaghetti strap. And I'm like, that's not cute. I don't want to be that. So how am I going to put this on and still? And still be yourself. How am I going to do it? Like, I used to wear before, and even the fear of actually wrapping it around your neck. You know, wearing the pin. Like, I would just try to do a turban style. So you couldn't tell. Is she Muslim? Is she just African culture? Like, what's she doing? Because when you actually wear it, like, you're Muslim. There's no doubt about it. There's no question. None. That's a Muslim. And I didn't want that spotlight on me because we are around so many people who don't understand the they culture understand. and they assume the worst. Islamophobia is real. It's real. I get I get death threats in you my do DMs. Not. Yes. I don't even talk about it because I've gotten to a point I just block and delete. What do I, they I say? Get, oh my God. You, you fake ass Muslim. Oh, you you're not represent, lying. especially during Ramadan. Oh, you we know you're gonna go back to your ways. Some well, people say that. Yes, to and you? these are Muslim people saying these things to me. I used to respond like, okay, only Allah could judge me, you know. I used to respond, but now I just block and keep it moving because at the end of the day, the intention is in my heart. Of course, you know, I wanna be closer to my dean. Of course I pray every day. Just cause you see me, I might do a little, you know. We should <laughs> a little, have a little one, two, three. <laughs> but like, I don't miss a prayer and every Everyone that's in my life knows, like, praying, like, counts to me, you know? And mm. and I try. I'm not perfect. Like, even the everyday hijabi is not a perfect woman. It's not the perfect person. And just because so, you're covered don't mean your heart is there. It doesn't mean that. So I've had conversations with people about it, but it's like, you know, Islam shows a woman supposed to be covered. So a non-covered woman is already automatically being judged, you know? So, but just like you said... What is, who is judging? Because if you're not a law, and, and if you are a real Muslim and you're going to tell me how to be a Muslim, yeah. then you should know step number one is... It's not to judge. Step number one! <laughs> yes. What you talking about Or at least right come, at, come at me with, like... Loving gu- words. With loving, you know, guidance. Mm. Like, talk to me, like... 
don't don't come at me any type of you way. You can't. You cancel me even wanting to listen to you. No. I'm, I'm not, not listening, listening to you. At all. At all. I can't believe... You never told me they be in your DMs like that. I do. I be sometimes... I, I send them to my sister a lot. And, you know, my sister's so sweet. Sometimes she be like, you want me to respond? Yes, I'm like, so <laughs> sweet? What's, you talking about your baby Because I know you're talking about... <laughs> yeah. Sweet. That girl gonna cut you up, honey. She will, but... Period. Yeah. She gonna... See, one thing I love about her... And one thing I admire about her is her strong purpose of vocal. who she is. She is vocal. She don't she give a listen. If it needs to be said, I'm going to say it. Yeah. And if you have something to say, I'm listening. Yeah. And I still said what I have what to I say. Said. Like, yeah. period. And, and speaking of covering Muslim, you know, even seeing your sister, when she comes to your, um, she was at your baby, that was the first time I seen her when she was at your baby shower. And I was like, oh, and I was not covering at all at that point. I was just so moved by her. You know, she's around all these beautiful women, hair, makeup, nails. And her she's, hair is down her back. And she is still <laughs> glowing. Absolutely. In her hijab, smiling, loving right. on you. Hey, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, right. uh, but I have my hijab on. Absolutely. And I'm still standing on it because sometimes we feel like we're not as beautiful as the women around us if we have to cover our hair. Because our hair is like our beauty. I like, promise you, that's what I that's what I struggle with, my hair. Because I love getting my hair done. <laughs> I get my hair done at least once a week. It's fabulous. So it's like, that's, that's, that's my main struggle. But I'm going to get to it, inshallah. That's the point. That's the... That's the stride. Yeah. Oh, that is. And, okay, so let's talk about your family because um, you guys coming from <laughs> Africa, here, Muslim, all of you, everybody's Muslim. Some people, everybody. oh, it's just my born dad, Muslim. just my mom, no. everybody. Born Muslim. Quran class at a young age. What? Memorizing. Before you even know how to speak. <laughs> you you in a Quran class, absolutely, absolutely. But now you in Atlanta. Were you in Atlanta? And I see your mom in the matches sometime, right? Yeah. And I'd be like, where's Muna? <laughs> and I'd be like, it's okay, inshallah, inshallah, inshallah. <laughs> she tells me all the time, your friend was there. <laughs> Where were you? Because your mama don't you. hold her tongue either. She's going to say like, it. Yeah, you're going to see her there next week, too. And when I make it, I'll make it. Because <laughs> you'll be coming with me sometimes. Because we're not even going to hold nobody. I do. And, and to me, it's like when you have parents that come to America to give you a better life, and then America takes over. It's like, how do they feel at the end? Do they feel like they still did it? I feel like with my parents, um, they're now accepting me for who I am because I've already like done all of those things for them. Like I got married at a young age, you know, arranged mm -hmm. marriage. You know, I've I've done that for them. Like I've been covered. So it's like that that didn't make me happy because I didn't do it on my own time. Mm. So now, I mean, my mom, she still like side eyed me, you know, eyes me and my grandmother. They still um, talk to me about it every day. But now it's like we're gonna just let you like if they have to do what you want to do, and then eventually, because like, like I've talked to my parents. Mm. I don't want to just do this just because it looks good. You know what I mean? It looks mean? good on the outside. Like do what? I don't want to cover up from head to toe because you guys want me to do this. I've done that. And I and I wasn't ready and I, I did it here. I take it off. You know what I mean? My next step is if I do it, I'm gonna do it all the way. Inshallah. That's my that's my goal. So yeah, my parents, they're still stuck in their ways. It's not going to change. <laughs> but good for them, you know, because it's hard to be stuck in your ways in a place like this because yeah. your ways can be distracted so easily. So easily, yeah. It don't even make no sense. Like, living this life, right, um, you have a huge following. You are in what they call the in crowd. You know, so many people, they do different things to fit in with the in crowd. But it's sort of like it's either meant for you or it's not. And the fact that you're able to be there, but also be so consciously aware of what that actually means. Absolutely. What's that struggle like? Um, I just remain who I am, honestly, because that lifestyle can really suck you in. Let's you, talk about the lifestyle for those who don't know. Uh, the social media lifestyle, the access lifestyle, being known, like having access to literally, you can go anywhere, you can... Uh, Open up my DMs is is your favorite rapper, favorite rapper, favorite rapper, a favorite person, you know? Like, 
trying to get with you. Like, just that lifestyle. Just, like, you have to also, like, remember this. This entire lifestyle is temporary. So I always look at it that mm. way. Like, I mean, not to sound like I'm bragging, but I've always been popular. So, like, the friends I have now and the, the access I have now, it's like, it doesn't impress me. Mm. I go and I have my fun and I go back home or I go back to my, to my where I'm comfortable at. I've never mm-hmm. been like a follower. I've never been like wanna like, cause if you know wanna be popping, mm-hmm. you know that's not what I what not, that's not what I want to be known for. So I always just remain who I am, and that's why I have the people I have in my life. That's why I have the respect I have because it's like, oh, I can we can get there, but for what? I don't want to be remembered as that. Mm-hmm. My name and my repetition means everything to me. So mm-hmm. that's why I remain. Who I am. How'd you get how'd you get plugged in with the people? I don't even want to shout out no <laughs> names because I don't, you yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, I've met everyone either through like social media or the or through like um other people or when I worked in a club. Uh, most people just come up to me like, where you from? And when I tell them I'm African. Girl, you're not African. They be trying like, to try Africa, girl. Like, what is that? Like, it. what does that mean? Like, that what is the African been... supposed to look like? Because, <laughs> like... baby, if you go, you might not want to come back. Period. Let's make that it right. Beautiful. Okay, because you didn't want to come back. I didn't. It was. <laughs> I was like two weeks. That's how you could. Remember, you I asked said, me. Uh, hello. <laughs> are you coming home? I said, are you? Hold on. This girl sits. She was sitting down, tearing down the whole fish. Were you eating with your hands at one point? Girl, I thought it was so good. Listen, I'm humble. <laughs> but anyways, like, yeah, so I met people, just people coming up to me, asking me where I'm from, telling them that I'm West African. Mm. They're making faces at me. I'm like, yeah, and I speak five languages. What's up? Let's you know? go. <laughs> so, Pretty face and yeah. smart. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like my personality, like, really, like, is what got me the friends I have or just, like, my honesty, you know? Mm. Like, also, people ac- accept me just for not coming in and, like, being stuck up or, like, coming in. You know, a lot of people, they're like, what she want? What she trying to do? You know? Mm-hmm. I always remain in my shell. Like, I'm not trying to come up on nobody. Mm. That's the case. I would have been up. <laughs> and you know what I think it is? And a lot of people can't identify because they don't know what it feels like. It's that aura, that energy, that Absolutely. light. Absolutely. Something you cannot purchase at all. Like, it's in you. It's literally like... And where does it come from? It comes from Allah. When you pray, it definitely it says from. something. And oh you don't God. have to say it. It says it. Absolutely. It's like that, that peaceful feel, like right after you're done and you do your last salam. That's why I be, I be careful what I pray about sometimes. We talked about this. What you this. pray for? <laughs> I mean, like, some things I be praying for, how fast my prayers get answered oh, or yeah, how fast... About that. Yeah. So if you really pray, yeah. you want to put your hijab on, girl, that thing going to be up to <laughs> So I've learned, hold on, are you ready for this for real? Like, why are you praying for Do you know what this comes mm. with? Because I've been there, like... Mm. I don't even want to get off that. <laughs> we here. We here. But, like, I pray for, like, God to just, for Allah to just show me, you know, if this is what is meant for me, like, show it to me, give mm. it to me. If it's not, remove it peacefully, mm. you know? So, mm. and the the things that I thought was the best things for me was was removed in my life, you know? Like what? And, you know, I'm not... <laughs> Be out there. We want to know. Mommy. <laughs> I'm like, save a life right now because we get so caught up in people. Absolutely, absolutely. No, but seriously, like, I was in a relationship where, like, I was just like, why am I not good enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? And when I started, like, praying about it, like, Ramadan, I said, Ramadan is coming up. I'm locking in God before the end of this Ramadan. If this man is meant for me and this man is meant to be my husband, because I was engaged to be married. If this man is meant to be with me for the rest of my life, please bring us closer. You know, if it's not God, please separate us. What did Allah do? What? What? Tore y'all apart. Allah said, get out. And and the crazy thing is, Mm. Allah's been showing me signs, Mm. you know, for years. Mm. But, you know, he's never going to come down and be like, Muna, I need you to... Flick your forehead. You know, but... (laughs) Like, Ramadan was so tough to me. And mm. Allah knows how 
how I locked in I am in Ramadan mm. and the things I was going through during that month, it's like, you don't tolerate this for nobody during Ramadan. Mm. And that was like the toughest, the toughest things I've been through, like during that month of Ramadan with that man. Mm. And it was just God, like every day was like getting worse. Mm. Every day was getting worse. And every day I was praying about it. The last thing that literally happened, I was praying. I was praying Isha, and that was the last thing, and that was my last straw. So it was just like. I remember you telling wh- me about what else? What, what else? What else? What else can I show you, thing. you know? So. Mm-mm-mm. And it's crazy because at that moment, why were we going through the same exact That's thing? Crazy. The same exact. How? Who could have like created that? When I when I remember when we had the conversation, I don't even know who called who. In the morning, we were, we in the were, morning, you yeah. called me and I was like, hello, I'm half asleep, girl. You had me sitting up bawling, bawling out of my eyes. I spotted on my pillows <laughs> and I was sleeping alone because wow. he was downstairs. My ex-husband was downstairs. As you're going through it, I'm going through it. But we had to find a new house together. <laughs> And couldn't even find a house for a long time. Oh, my God. And both with people who did not respect Allah, knowing how much we loved him. You can't even get yourself in that situation. It's Ever. never going to work. It's never going to work. And I hear my parents always say, first thing, if if they're not Muslim, mm. we, don't, we don't even want to hear about it, you know? But to not be Muslim and to also not be from, like, my culture, because, you know, culture is really big where I come from. It's like the two of the worst things. It's like, but I always had hope, you know? It's like you're trying to force a shoe that don't fit your foot. At all. Especially, but especially if you feel like this is my family now. Especially if you had a child with this person. Maybe. Had so, a home. A home. Furniture so, that you chose. <laughs> what I'm going to do with all this furniture? What? <laughs> you know how much my storage unit costs? <laughs> and I'm paying my, oh, girl. It, it, it's something that you really want to fit, but if you don't start from step number one, are they sharing your beliefs? Because Absolutely. if they share your beliefs, a lot of the issues you're having, you will not have them. Nope. And nope. I know because we live in a place like Atlanta and we are sucked in an industry like entertainment in the hip hop world in this space where and we you're make supposed, it look so good. Can we just I say said that? you're supposed to look like this? That's the words coming out of my. It's supposed to look <laughs> like this. Yeah. So I need to get that, right? And I'm looking around like, why does this don't feel right? No, it's okay. I'm just going to try harder. It's me, obviously. Right, right. You're the problem. It's not. It's not ever going to work for you. No. How did you build up the endurance to stop a life that you knew for a fact no one would understand? You got the life. You got the mansion. You got the Tesla. Why are you leaving it? Because that wasn't hugging me at night. It wasn't like, it wasn't fulfilling. It, it, it was good on the outside. It looked good, but I was crying myself to sleep. I was crying in my close friend's arms, you know. Even the closest friends didn't know what, what was going on because you're looked at as, yo, you got it going on. What, mm-hmm. I would take that. I would, you know what I mean? And it's like that people would never understand because they're not in your home, mm. especially when, you, when you've when you already painted this picture. How, how can you open your mouth and tell somebody Girl, this is what's going on? We got on. matching outfits on Instagram. <laughs> it got thousands of likes. I can't take this down. How? <laughs> how when your engagement went viral? Like, how? When girls are writing you every day. Oh, my God, sis, goals. Hashtag goals. Uh, hashtag God, baby. Make make sure you invite me to the wedding. Don't even know you. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's like um, I just had to remember. I I honestly did it for my kids. I didn't even do it for me because if it was for me, I probably would have still been there. You know. Wow. I did it for my for my kids when I did it for when my son started asking questions when when. When sometimes I didn't come out of the room for like a week or two, you know, mm-hmm. like when my son knocks on the door and I'm like, just go downstairs, I already made you food, you know, or whatever, mm-hmm. or like just commotion. I didn't want my daughter to grow up in that, basically. And, and you know, a lot of times I'm not blaming my partner for everything because it takes two, you know? So when you're in a toxic situation, you become toxic. When yourself. you become closer to God, 
I think you had to go through that. Yeah, so I went through it, and I believe that's the only way that I could could have got got through it. You know my English. <laughs> it's the second, third yeah. language. <laughs> so I had to go through it to get through it, basically, and to. and it got me through it. And looking back, like I probably wouldn't change anything. I you couldn't. I, I, would not. You and were so strong. Yeah, so, but that moment, I got so close, so I lied, and it, mm -hmm. it, it made me, I had lost faith at one point, literally, mm -hmm. like, what is going on? Why is this man not, I'm praying, I'm praying for this person, you know, mm -hmm. I'm praying for us to be, like, the, the best, the best together, mm -hmm. and every time we get close, it clashes, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it was because this is not your person. Mm -mm. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta literally look at those signs. You know what? Let me say something because that is actually on my list. That moment in your life where you felt like my faith in a law is being tested right now, and it's usually when you're praying for something and it's not coming to you, and then you look up and you're like, "Well, are you even there? Are you even listening to me?" You know. But then when we go to places like Jamal, we hear kufas online, and we hear the imam saying something when like, "Talking to you." And, and, Girl, when they literally saying, sometimes Allah is answering your prayers, but you don't want that answer. That's not the or answer. sometimes he's holding on to what you want because it's not in this life you're going to get it. It's in the next life. Absolutely. But when he wants you to have it, you're going to have you're it. You're going to have it. You're going to have it. And it's crazy because it's a lot of things I wanted to do while I was in that situation. It's like when, I, when that situation ended, it was like my, the door just opened up for me. Mm -hmm. I swear. It was like, Wow. If I so you telling me if I, I would have just left a little me, early. If I would have left like three years ago, I would have been up up right now. Because oh, you know? when you have faith in oh, him, he's gonna God. hold you. He got you. He's gonna always protect you, guide you, shield you, show you that there's better, mm. better in everything. Even even the man that you get approached, you mm. know, even the everything, your business, everything is like. This, this, what I didn't want you to have. This is why all these other things were blocked, mm, you know? So, girl, and blocking and blessing every step of the way. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then you you get out of that situation, that moment, and the other person flourished too. You flourished. So it's like, oh, wow. Like, you know? We or the other it. person go, goes But that's out. where they're supposed to be if that's where they're going because they <laughs> you know, have whatever. another test absolutely, on the rise. Absolutely. So, but at the end of the day, you know, still wish everyone well and... We just keep going. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about life for Muna here in Atlanta versus who do you think Muna would have been if she stayed in Africa? Um, well, I would say I came here at a young age. I think I was 10 when I first came here. I mean, I've been back and forth. Um, I, the life here, I feel like I'm, I'm from Atlanta, okay? You're not, but go ahead. I always tell people. <laughs> You're not, but I'm go from, ahead. I'm from Atlanta. East, East Atlanta, no, can no, I talk? No, 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 Look at the little hand. She's like, wait a minute, is it this? Can is I talk it? Gosh, darn it. <laughs> but anyways, I'm from Atlanta. I mean, you know, you are, I guess you're from where you're born, right? But but your surroundings, yeah, you're, you're, you're in the culture. You're in the culture, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. I love it here. I don't see myself living anywhere else, even if I were to move. I, this is this is like my home. Like, but who would you have been? If Can I you was see back that? Home? If you didn't come and be raised I, here in Atlanta, I think I would have been a wife for sure. I would have been because that's the culture. Yeah, that's the, I would have been a wife. Probably would have been a stay home wife. Or uh, I mean, my family, my mom, my mom. She works now. She don't have to work, but mm. you know, she. Uh, we in America, everybody got to work, right? Crazy? It's <laughs> yeah. just something about but, working hard. Yeah, but my grandmother never had to work, you wow. know. I would have been like, because back home, you're a wife. You're a kept woman, you mm. know. Like, literally, you're not missing anything. Mm. You have a driver, a, a person to cook for you, a person to do every. I would have I been that if I was back home. So... Mm. Mm. Here, <laughs> tell us about how hard you work, sister. <laughs> Here in Atlanta, <laughs> I, don't, I remember one, day, one time I had like three jobs. 
At one point... You was working one job while you was at your job. While, <laughs> Girl! I worked so hard one day, I fell asleep at the red light and I got woken up by the, the police. police. Literally. The light was taking forever and I'm like, I'm dozing off, let me just put my car in park. You put it? I parked my car at the red safe. light because I didn't want to, you know. And I got woken up by a police car beating on my door, wow. thinking I was drunk. Back then, I didn't even drink. I didn't even know what a drink was, you wow. know? So as I'm, like, wiping my eyes, telling them, hey, I just came from work, from mm. another job to another job. I was at T-Mobile. Mm. I was at Spin. Mm. And I was at the, uh, I the was court. at... court. Yeah, I was on the... Oh, oh, my God. Four jobs. The court, mm. and I was at the club. Girl. Oh, so I was girl. leaving work at, like, 5 in the morning to get home to take my son to school. Yes. Mom. So, yeah, Atlanta. <laughs> and back home, I would have been two different. And it's funny because the other life sounds like, oh, it's a beautifully amazing. And you talking about you ain't leaving you from here. Why you want to work so hard? It's not that I want to work so hard. I like what I've experienced here. You know, because even now, I don't care who marries me. I'm not going to be a, a, I'm not going to be home. I'm, I, I don't like to sit at home and just take care of kids and cook all day. I could do that. It comes with it, but I like to make my own money. Why I, you want to be independent? Why we all want to be independent? I mean, I don't have to go hustle, but I like I, like the field that I'm in, you know? I love what I do mm. and I don't I don't see myself doing anything else unless mm. someone come in that really, you know, that make it make sense for me. But I'll still probably teach a class or two, you know? Like, <laughs> I just, I just, I, I don't want to be a housewife. Mm. I don't. I don't mm. want to be home waiting on my husband all day. You're right. It's Wiping the table can't wait. And I've been there. Yeah. I've been there, too. I've been married to where I was in college. I was a housewife. Literally didn't even have to drive to school. Came home. I was Cleaned. not happy. Mm. I was not happy. Wow. So, I mean, I hear you. I really do. But even when it comes to getting that husband and Allah bringing him to you, what if you a second or third wife? But he's a really good man. Are you okay with that? I'm not. It's not even possible. It's not even... It's but not, your culture would suggest so. Absolutely. Culturally, I say, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going for it. I mean... My my grandfather had over three wives. My my father right now have three wives. He's like on his third one. And oh. and I'm not okay with it. Like I have siblings I've never met, you know? Mm. Like I'm not okay with knowing that my that Tuesday I get to see my man. But Wednesday and Wednesday, Thursday. Aisha and Khadija and Fatima <laughs> can't wait for their turn. Like so you're not go sharing. And Sunday, I'm going to go see Muhammad. I'm sorry, is that your? That's going to be my second husband. Okay, because I <laughs> thought he was Ahmed. <laughs> yeah, Muhammad. <laughs> so I'm not going for it. Wow. I mean, Do you think only because you had a bad experience with it? Because, you know, it is supposed to be beautiful. I mean, it's in my family now, and it's not bad. It's very peaceful. I promise you, every, like, everyone know their roles, you know, mm. but... Just myself, as the woman I am, I, I couldn't handle that. Mm. Like, I'll probably, some, I'll probably start something just... But you are so sweet. You I'm are so, so sweet. sweet. But at that moment, I would not. It's, no, it's nothing a man could tell me about him needing another... What, what, what you want me to change my hairstyle? What do you want? <laughs> you want the red wig? You want the red one? Because I get the red wig. What, 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 you what do you want? <laughs> Wow. Because I can switch up. Like, I feel like I'm more than enough. I know Islamically, that's not why. You know, mm -hmm. they say if a man could take care of his wives, he's allowed to have four wives. Mm -hmm. And he can do that, just not with me. <laughs> okay, moving so. on. <laughs> that's it. Okay, so let's talk about the biggest thing that you struggle with of all the distractions, of all the things that are pulling you away from Allah. What's the biggest struggle in this worldly world for you? I think my biggest struggle is continuing, uh, how do I say it? Just, okay, so a little background. I pray every day. I fast. I give sadaqah. You know, I do all those things. But it's not enough. It's not enough because 
I still feel like I want more for me, you know? Mm -hmm. So my biggest struggle is I, I like to go out. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I like to go out. Not necessarily clubs. I love to travel. I like... You do. Yeah. And, and you know I do. <laughs> I know. I like to go out. I like... Um, I like celebrating life. Um, I like I like to travel. I like to dress a certain way, like covering my hair and putting an outfit is not gonna compliment my outfit to me. Mm. I'm not there yet, you know. Mm. Inshallah, one day that's the that's 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 the plan. But not even the attention that I get from it. I like to just I like to have a good time. You're... I have a great time, and I come home, and I'll pray. And as you should. And I go to sleep. Because you're still striving. Absolutely. So. And you strive hard. You I really, really do. do. I really do. You really do. So, I mean, I feel like everyone that knows me knows I'm Muslim. I rep it. I rep it to the core. Even though some people are like, girl, so where your, where your headpiece at? <laughs> they always ask you questions that they think you're supposed to be doing. Right. Like, don't let them... Think you eating a pepperoni pizza? Oh my god! It's over with. I'm like, how you know more about being Muslim than me, friend? Right. So right. when when it does come to your struggles and your battles, and I mean your sister who is leap, left from Umrah, covered from her head to her toe, your mom at Juma every day, and you know you learn the Quran at such a young age. Like, what do you feel like is gonna be that turning point in your life where you you just give it all up? I, the other day, I was like, God, send me a husband. A man? <laughs> Girl, leave my no. room. Get out of my seat. No, I'm not finished. I'm not finished. <laughs> Let me finish. Okay. N not a man, because a man won't do it. Okay. Send me a Muslim man. Send me a, a man that's going to lead me and guide me, not make me. Send me somebody I can literally, you don't even have to be a man. It could be a woman, but not like that. No, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> not your face. I, you know. You know, I think my biggest struggle, too, is I'm not surrounded, my surroundings. Like, if I was, like, kicking it with Muslim sisters every day, like, if you was available all the time. Don't, don't, don't put that pressure <laughs> on me. <laughs> I got to say you. But if I was, like, kicking it with, like, my Muslim yeah, sisters and I, I was, you, you know, know. like, not saying, like, that would like just make me jump to it, but info we have a lot of influences on the people we hang out with and that we kick it with every day because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, when I'm out with my friends, we're trying to do which one which one could do it's the best turn split. Up the most. <laughs> right. Yeah, I could exactly. turn up more than you. <laughs> Watch me, me twerk that. Let me let me show you what I can do. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But that's just the honest and, and I we mean have that's hadith. Ball. You know the, the hadith about the perfumer. Like if you hang around perfumers, what you gonna smell like? Exactly. Perfume. perfume you so. have to make sure you surround yourself. Absolutely. Going to Juma every week is so you can congregate, so you Absolutely. all can pull each other Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Because it's so And distracting. you know, you know the day that I found out I wasn't really in the Muslim community that much is that day I tried, tried to, to sell. <laughs> you tried to sell. <laughs> today, I went to Juma and I and I tried to sell my products outside the outside the and everybody was looking at you like who they is said, who she? is this? They was buying, they was buying a ghost from the next person. <laughs> While looking at you pulling out their money. Like, what? I mean, the men, all the men came. <laughs> they all came. Girl, that man was not playing that day. They said, sister, they are you with somebody? Are you with somebody? <laughs> it was like a lie. But all the women, it made me, I went home and oh. I literally questioned my whole life. And I told my wow, mom baby. and I was just like. Because your mama be there. Yeah, my mom was like, my mom is so, like, she's like honest as it comes. She said, well, how you expect them to know you? When they don't know you. <laughs> and I'm like, but I've been there a couple of times. I go, you know. She said, you go and you leave. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, and I'm like. Yeah. But it's good that you sat back and you started questioning. Without absolutely. that self-reflection, you can't be better. Absolutely. Yeah, so that made me realize for me to be part of the Islamic community, I have to be literally 
part of the Islamic community. So I mean, you got to show up. I got to show up. <laughs> I got to celebrate my sisters, my brothers. Not, you know. Yeah, but the world, it, you know, it gets distracting in that sense. You know what I mean? Like, the reason you leave is because you have something to do right after. Absolutely. The reason you don't show up that one because you had something to do Absolutely. that day. Absolutely. And it's like, okay, you know, you know, it's not that welcoming either. Sometimes the Muslims can be a little snooty. You know, you really wish that we did live by Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him's God, because he was embracing to even those who threw trash on him, those who mocked him, welcoming you with open arms, even G Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him. He's washing feet when he don't have to do that. Right. If only we could be that humble and less judgmental, like, and know that's where your blessings are going to come from. Absolutely. Not when you're doing the right thing and you praying all night. Okay, but how's your character? You know, who have you hugged and helped along the way? Absolutely. And I hear you on that. And no, it's not welcoming. Honestly, you remember the first time um, I told you to come with me and I was all the way in the back? And you said, why are we sitting back here? <laughs> and I'm like, girl, that's where I'll be in my little corner. <laughs> because I was like, you know... I don't know nobody. I just put my hijab back on. Before that, I haven't been to Juma in years, except for if it's Eid, and that don't count because it just right. randomly fell on Friday. Right. But I did not know how to be in the community because that's not where I usually am. I'm usually hosting this club or doing that thing, right. or you know? So right. I'm like... In the corner. Salam alaikum. Right. <laughs> you, don't need, you can't even say your salams out loud because <laughs> it feels weird. Yeah. Is that yeah. crazy? Yeah. When... I, what you about to say? Come I was going to say, I mean, with me, I, I don't feel weird when I go there. I just stay to myself because I'm not a, I don't, I don't, I cannot, I don't, I've never been the pe person to approach people, you know? So I go, I do my prayers. You feel you, like Salams is approaching? That's why you don't say Assalamu alaikum. I do. I say Assalamu alaikum. Oh, if you we, just keep walking. Yeah, if we, fast. if we, Lock it. Salam alaikum. And, and I'm, your and I'm eyes look at down. me. <laughs> now, I, I've had a sister say, hi, sister, come sit next to me, you know? Really? Yeah, one time. <laughs> Girl! <laughs> Make it clear. So, but, I mean, I don't know. I feel You're like stupid. if if I if I was like a leader in that, in that environment, I'll be more, I'll be more embracing, more welcoming for sure. But you can't be a leader with not... I'm, I'm not talking about me. I say if I Oh, was, if someone was yeah, there who's there yeah. consistently enough mm -hmm. to know there's a new Muslim who I haven't seen before, let me hug and love on her. Love on her. Let me introduce her, you know? Mm. So I wonder why it's not like that. But then, too, it's like whose responsibility is it? You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the woman who holds the door open, the woman who tells you to pull your dress down, sister, the woman <laughs> who fixes your key mark for you. With the... the lady who just come around, she'd be like, <laughs> I wonder if that's her. Are you the welcoming committee? Yeah. Because somebody needs to go around and connect those dots. And, you know, maybe if I go enough, I would want to take on that role, knowing how it feels. I think that's a good role to have, for sure. It has maybe to come we can try it. Girl, okay, what's my next <laughs> question? <laughs> uh, Muna, what does being a Muslim mean to you? Oh, my God, being a Muslim means everything to me. Like, I can't wait to tell people I'm Muslim. <laughs> what do you think it's, it says about you when you say it, it? It, I feel like, I might be judged. I feel like being a Muslim, you're, you automatically earn respect from the people that knows about Islam. Why do you feel like that? Because Islam is the toughest, one of the toughest religions, you know? It's like you're either this way mm. or you're that way. What does that mean? <laughs> What are you doing yeah, with this? I feel like, I mean, when you're Muslim, I feel as a Muslim, like my heart, my heart is pure to me as a Muslim. I want the best for the next person, whether you're Muslim or not. Like I give sadaqah, like I will give you, if I have this little bit of tea, I will split it four ways if I have to, you know. Mm. Being a Muslim is knowing to me that, Today, this is this life is temporary. This is not this is not the life. We're here as a test, you know. Mm -hmm. So being Muslim, it goes so far from just the way I was raised, like uh, learning my prayers and the Quran way before I even knew how to properly, you know, speak my own language. Like mm -hmm. being Muslim is discipline. Girl, 
start with that. Being Muslim is discipline, so it's it's not easy. It's not, and it's not meant. To and be and easy. it's not. It's not. It's because the reward for being disciplined it takes a lot. It takes a lot. You can't just get that with doing whatever you want to no, do. No, no, you cannot. And that's why I feel like I'm a striving Muslim woman. You yes, ma'am. So not perfect. Mm. So. When you judge me, <laughs> judge yourself. <laughs> Look yourself in the mirror and say, "Yeah, I can do better." Because once you judge, and that's the that's the weakness that you have. Absolutely. Now work on it. The moment Absolutely. you see somebody not doing well, and all you want to do is hug and squeeze on them to help them, that's how you know you're moving in the right direction. Absolutely. And even I stop myself from judging all the time because I can hear the words formulating in my mouth. And just like when we're about to talk about somebody, we both say, let's suffer a lot of stuff. And we would just walk straight past it. <laughs> we look at each other. And we're like, no, we're not doing this. <laughs> not today. Because we are just that self-aware. Absolutely. And it's a natural thing, you know, to want to judge. It's very natural. Yeah. But so is wanting to have a good time all the time. You know, these desires that are actually within us, God gave them to us so that we can choose him over and over again. Absolutely. So if someone is coming up to you, they found out you're a Muslim, they know nothing about Islam, what's something you want them to know? Them not knowing that I'm Muslim? No, they found out you're uh, Muslim and you want to teach them something about Islam. Oh my God. What do you want them to know about our religion? The, I mean, I just, the first thing I will tell them is pray no matter what. I always tell people, like right now, I'm guiding five girls. <laughs> <laughs> for Ramadan, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna lock in together. Um, it's it's anyways. But what but, if they're not Muslim and they don't even pray? These are non-Muslim girls. And you're teaching them how to pray. I, I'm teaching like I've already ordered them a prayer rug. They're gonna fast for the month of Ramadan. Do they understand why? They do, cause um, I I always send them little quotes. So I send them <laughs> I send them book one um uh, the book one hundred one Muslim one hundred one. That's the first, that's, oh, that's my favorite it. book. That's what I sent everyone, literally. Just read this. Mm. I even have the, um, the audio on it. Mm. I sent it, like, just, I want you to know the basic of Islam. You mm. know, I want you to know the pillars. I want you to know, you know, 99 names of Allah. You know, I want you to know these things. So, like, I always tell people, <laughs> and I know, I'm not even probably supposed to say this, but I tell people, I don't care who you pray to, but pray. Yeah, I don't know if you're supposed to lead with that. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I just, I tell, because there's a lot of people that, hopefully none of y'all are in here, but <laughs> I feel like prayers shows that you're trying, you know? That connection with God, like when I pray, I don't care what I've done during the day, once I, once I, once I'm praying, I automatically feel that connection and I automatically mm. feel like, God is forgiven. Mm. I know is God so is forgiven, forgiving. you know, so. The most forgiven. The most forgiven, the most merciful. <laughs> so, you know, mm. ooh, the most merciful. <laughs> have somebody <laughs> see <laughs> Yes, and um, I've, I've gotten through my toughest battles with him and he's never gave up on me. So mm. I yeah, always yeah. tell people like prayers are literally it. Just, just do it. But that's something to do but that doesn't explain what a slam is. So when someone doesn't know about a slam, what do you tell them? What is it? I tell them Islam is discipline. Mm. If I'm answering so going your back question, to being right. a Muslim. So Islam is discipline. Is discipline. That's like the best way to describe it because you have to be disciplined in order for you to grow into Islam. Or you, I feel like, or you will be lost. Seriously. Wow. That sounds so tough, though. Most people said love. Can we just say love? <laughs> it is love, too. It comes with love, but love also comes with discipline. Ooh. And that's every kind of love. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so. I love that. I mean, like, for real, love is discipline. Love is discipline, because it's not perfect, you know? Yeah. So it takes, you have to try. Wow, girl. You got a little deep right there, sister. So, no, let me keep going. Girl. <laughs> okay, I love it. Um, you know, I honestly, I, I'm literally just now looking at this card for the first time, and I'm like, wow. Like, we literally we went through everything. Lot. Because 
obviously because I know you so well, yeah. I know how to push you into what I want you to share. Because, <laughs> because it's the things that we go through, all of us are going through it, you know? And, and the way we overcome it, some of us need to know because we're in it. Like, how do I get out of this? Absolutely. And it's just so much. It is. It really is. So um, at the end of the show, what I always um, do is have us talk about or actually make a du'a with Al-Fatiha. Um, if you don't know, Al-Fatiha is the first surah in the Quran. Um, I would describe a surah as just a, a series of verses that are put together. And each different time it was revealed to our prophet, peace be upon him. And not even saying Al-Fatiha was the first revelation. However, um, when they comprised it, they put it at the beginning. It actually means the opening. And I always like to pray with somebody because as we know, when we pray together, our prayers are amplified. Yeah. So you always ask, can you pray for me? Um, can we pray together? Because we want to make sure that it gets to him, you know? So... Can you pray with me? Yes, okay, absolutely. <laughs> and you pray with us too. And anytime you are going through something hard, I feel like Al-Fatiha is always a great way to just bring you back. If you feel lost, if you feel like you're going down the wrong path, if you feel like you don't even know where you're walking, like Al-Fatiha, for those who don't speak Arabic, in a nutshell, just show me the straight path. Like, whatever it is here, here, where is the straight path? You ready? Yes. Okay. Are we praying out loud? Mm-hmm. Okay. You ready? Yes. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Amen. I hope you feel good. I do. Because I feel good. Oh my God. That was amazing. <laughs> wow, I've never, I, I didn't know I had to pray out loud. <laughs> what if I didn't know it? <laughs> what if I didn't know I love it? her. <laughs> Thanks I for I want to be here like. Don't think that I haven't had no guests sitting in the seat and do that. It's okay though. You know, I tell people all the time if you don't know what you're supposed to say, if you're a new Muslim, cut on YouTube. Okay, let Absolutely. YouTube guide you. It's Just okay. Just like you listen to that, Beyonce. Cut on YouTube. <laughs> let it keep playing and playing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, keep striving. Keep, keep striving. striving. Absolutely. Thank you for coming. Everyone, you're welcome. Anytime. Thank you for sharing and, and uplifting and inspiring. Absolutely. Okay. The best Muslim is not the perfect Muslim. The best Muslim is the striving Muslim. So no matter how far you think you are, no matter how bad you think you are, if you find yourself pulling away from Allah, it is you who's pulling away because Allah is always going to pull you close to him, just like a mama. There's nothing that you can do to make him stop loving you. God loves you so much. So keep striving. Assalamu alaikum.